everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And we are excited to kick off our December podcast as we look towards the end of 2016. And throughout December, we're going to be discussing the posture of our hearts in preparation for the holidays. We know that the holidays bring a lot of good stuff for people, but we also recognize that the holidays can create a lot of challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of tradition and good things that go along with it. But we also know that there's just a variety of reasons that people can struggle, some depression, some difficult things can mm-hmm. come in. And so we just really want to kick off this month talking about the different ways we can posture our heart to really come against and to counter the things that sometimes the holidays can bring that are not as fun and festive as some of us may experience. Well, and I think even too, Jen, like even if there's not specific family dynamics or things that are really hard, just honestly, the the stress and Mm -hmm. the preparation and the focus on stuff, you know, that in and of itself can sometimes really steal just the fun and enjoyment out of the holidays. I know that I just start feeling that like literally as soon as Thanksgiving is over, I'm Mm -hmm. already getting that feeling inside like, oh, all the presents, I got to get all the decorations up and all, you know, and so I just, that's just so common for everyone. But then, like you said, there's a lot of people who really, there's things I think sometimes throughout the year that we can kind of hide from and avoid, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to family things and at the holidays, there's just no way to avoid it. It's right there in your face. And so there's just some things sometimes that can really come up for people. And like you said, you know, depression is a very mm-hmm. common thing around the holidays for a lot of people. And so what we're really wanting to focus on this month is how in the midst of all of those different things, whether it's just an overall stress or if, if depression is something you struggle with or it can be just a number of other things, mm-hmm. how can you choose in the middle of all of that yeah. to put your heart in a good place and a posture your heart in a healthy place So today, what we're going to focus on is joy and just the importance of no matter what's going on around you, being able to make that choice to choose joy and how that 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 counters that sadness and that depression that can sometimes come along uh, during the holiday season. Yeah. And I think as always, it's important for us to define what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the definition of joy, it actually talks about a feeling of great happiness and overall well-being. But even if we look deeper in the word, the word talks about how the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so recognizing that joy isn't just this happy feeling Mm -hmm. and I'm just, you know, hyper or whatever. There's something to be said about understanding that when we really seek the Lord for his joy, it brings a strength to us. That's actually right there in Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that as we seek joy and as we choose to really counter the things that may come our way that the holidays bring, he is so faithful to give us that joy. And from that joy comes the strength that we need not to get stuck in some of that negative stuff that may Mm -hmm. come with the holidays. And really understanding that joy is not just an emotion. It really is a choice. We talk on Mercy Talk all the time about the power of our choice and understanding that joy is something that we can actually choose, you know, especially thinking of the holidays and everything that you just said. I'm also thinking about folks that just may not have a lot of family or they feel really mm-hmm. isolated or lonely. It yeah. can feel really hard to go, okay, I'm going to choose something that counters how I'm feeling because feelings are so strong, but joy, we can actually choose mm-hmm. to walk that out and allow the Lord to come in. And so there is a supernatural exchange that happens. You know, the word talks about that he'll exchange our mourning for joy and those types of things. And so recognizing that he will give us that as we seek him and give him space to do so. And I think there's that part, too, of just stepping out in the practicality. If you don't have a lot of family and friends, what's it look like to start planning now? You know, as you're looking towards Christmas coming up in a couple of weeks, how can you get proactive to surround yourself with some people? You know, seek out some people pray and ask the Lord, what are some things that you can start to do to create some new tradition around your holiday Mm -hmm. and start to take some ownership of that? Yeah, that's great. 
I mean, like you said, I think it's important for us to just remember that it isn't. It's not a superficial mm-hmm. emotion. It's really something that is is given by the Lord. And I mean, it's a fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And so I know that the fruits of the Spirit are not attached to circumstances. There's something that the Lord can give you in the midst of whatever circumstances you're facing. And yeah. so I know that whenever, you know, whether it be love or joy or peace or patience or whatever it is that I need in a moment, when nothing in my circumstances is telling me that I yeah. should be experiencing that, that's when I know that there's going to be a dependence on the Holy Spirit in this mm-hmm. moment like none other, especially around the holidays, if that's something that if joy seems to kind of always elude you, then more times or I mean, more now than ever, I think is just how important it is to lean into the Lord Mm -hmm. and to stay walking in step with the spirit on a daily basis so that that joy is just flooding you no matter what you're you're facing. And so I think, you know, as always, we don't just want to talk about like, oh, this is a great thing and joy comes from the Lord and have joy, you know, but how like (laughs) on a very practical way, how do I access this in the midst of this season and in the midst of different things that are going on? How am I going to access joy? Mm -hmm. So I think we just want to give some practical practical tips on how to do that. And I mean, these are going to, a couple of these are going to probably sound a little cliche, but they really do. I mean, they, they work. And one of them is just, is just prayer and just Mm -hmm. being in a continual place of communication with the Lord. I think joy is so very closely connected with peace and with trust. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when I am trusting the Lord and I am at peace in my spirit, then I experience joy again, no matter what the circumstances are. And so I think just asking for it, you know, from the Lord and receiving it from the Lord. And also, I think this can really tie into, uh, you know, this whole idea of just understanding as a believer, you know, if you are, if you belong to Christ, like what is your inheritance? And one of your, one of the things that you have inherited as a son or daughter of God is joy, Mm -hmm. that that is part of your inheritance. And so if the enemy is stealing that from you in this season, then in prayer, yes, asking for it, but also claiming it because it is yours. It's Mm -hmm. not something that the enemy has the right to steal. And so sometimes learning at new levels, how to rise up in your authority as a son or daughter of God to say, no, you know, this, this sadness and this depression, this is not my inheritance and the Lord's joy is. And so I'm going to actually claim that in prayer. And then in the midst of that, just focusing on on truth and on God's promises and on God's character and, and just reflecting on in the midst of whatever is going on, I know what is true. I know what I can trust and that those things would then produce, I think, joy in your heart and in your spirit. Yeah. And I would add, too, that there's something to be said about seeking the Lord's perspective on things. You know, we talk a lot about hearing the voice of God and giving him a voice into things. And I think especially Mm -hmm. for folks that maybe have more difficulty, we'll be talking a lot about family this month, because honestly, there's a lot of family connection that typically happens around the holidays. And if there's some brokenness in your family or difficulty, you're kind of faced with it, like Mm -hmm. you said, around the holidays. You can't really avoid it in the same way. It's just kind of there. But really seeking the Lord's perspective on things and asking him, how does he see his family? How does he see your family? How does he see the the challenges that you're coming up against? What is his strategy? What is his action plan? The more you allow the Holy Spirit to speak into those things, the more you can even go in with strategy and have preparation. And really recognizing that from that place, as we've talked about, the joy of the Lord will give you strength Mm -hmm. to really walk those things out well. So giving him the perspective and asking for what he has to say. Also, I really think that there's a power in praise and worship, you know, being intentional and spending that extra time in the word and spending that extra time and just hearing what he has to say about those things. Surrounding yourself with community. You know, I think of a lot of friends of mine who may not have a lot of family or their family's just not safe. They're just not willing to take the time to 
position themselves in that way. And so for them, it really makes more sense to go, okay, who's my church community? Who's my family through my friends, my spiritual family that the Lord surrounded me with. And so really recognizing, okay, God, am I supposed to go with my biological family or is it more wise for me to spend time around my community, serving, doing some of those things that get me outside of myself? Mm -hmm. And I would also add, this is something that we always start actually right around this time of the year is Advent. It's something about being said about whether it's every night or once a week throughout the month of December, just preparing our hearts for the birth of Jesus. Because ultimately, as much as the holidays with all the marketing and all that kind of stuff tries to pull our hearts and our minds away from the real reason for the season, you know, Mm -hmm. which is Jesus. Sometimes just having that Advent, whether it's with family or friends, even on your own, reading scripture, lighting the candles, there's something to be said about choosing intentionally to remember what this season mm-hmm. really is about. And as you do, it's easier to counter all the craziness that can kind of stir up. And I would also add the other thought that comes to mind, especially for those that are listening today, that maybe they have great family and maybe they are very blessed around the holidays. I guess I would really challenge those folks as I think of me as my, our, our family Who are some folks that you can begin to bring in? You know, maybe even asking the Lord, hey, Lord, around Christmas Eve or maybe a couple days before, even later on Christmas Day, whatever. Who can we bring in? Who can we bring into our fold to Mm -hmm. include into this time that maybe doesn't have family? There is something really special and powerful about really keeping your eyes open to those in your community and in your circle that you could actually bring into your tradition and into your holiday. There's a fullness that comes when you do that. Mm -hmm. And so that would be another thought that I would encourage as well. It's really good. I mean, I, I think it's also important that we clarify here that when we're talking about choosing joy, as we've already clarified, it's not the same as a fleeting emotion of happiness. Right. But I also think it's important that people know, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of people who have lost loved ones around the holidays, or maybe right. it wasn't even around the holidays, but it's just the holidays when those, those, they miss, you mm-hmm. know, the people that they've lost and things like that. And, and it's, it's genuinely hard and and we're not saying that in the midst of those things like just be happy you know just put a big smile on your face and pretend like you're not Mm -hmm. hurting and and it's not to say that we don't recognize those things and that you don't honor you know even just honestly the pain in your life and the things that maybe are lost or the things that aren't exactly the way you want them to be in your life but in the middle of all of that having that peace and rest and joy Mm -hmm. in your spirit and I think that that is something that you really can choose. That's right. And it, and it may feel beyond your grasp, but without a doubt, it is a supernatural thing that the Lord can give you. And, and I think that, like you said, so many of those things that we just, you know, listed off for people, I mean, those are choices that you make. Mm-hmm. You can say, I can just kind of sit in this place of just sadness and loneliness and depression, or I can make some choices that are going to really help to lift me up out of this and position me in a place to receive from the Lord those things that that He wants for me in this season. That's right. And so it's not to honor what is lost or what may be really heavy or sad, mm-hmm. but in the middle of all of that, still being able to choose joy, it is possible to do it all, you know? And so I think that's important. I also think that on the flip side of all of this, we want to make sure that we focus on celebrating what is good. And I think that that's another great way to choose joy in the Mm -hmm. midst of your circumstances because there's, there's good things to celebrate in people's lives as well. It may not be that, you know, I've got this great, healthy functioning family. It may be something else. It may be that the Lord has given me wonderful friends or Mm -hmm. um, I get to walk out a job that I'm passionate about, or it, it could be anything. And so I think Focusing our hearts not just on what is hard and what we're struggling with and maybe what we've lost, but also what is good in our life right now Mm -hmm. and how can we celebrate that? And I'm thinking through just about how 
my family has decided to start kind of shifting out of all of the focus on like, I mean, literally for many years when I would go home for mm-hmm. Christmas, like for two solid days we were wrapping presents and yeah. like we would get frustrated and annoyed and I'm like, by the time Christmas gets here, we're all mad at each other because we're so annoyed <laughs> with wrapping presents. And so, you know, we just started shifting out of like, what if we changed some of our just traditions and what if the two days before Christmas weren't spent all on trying to get things done Mm -hmm. but we just did some things that bring joy to our family and that we can just celebrate each other and enjoy time together and and so it may be even just looking at what you do traditionally whether it be you individually or with friends or with family or whatever it might be what are some just even traditions that I could build into my life that intentionally focus my heart on celebrating what is good in my life and so I think that's obviously another great way to choose joy and we're going to have a whole uh, show on Thanksgiving in yes. a couple of weeks, but I think it's important that we hit on that as well with with this specific topic. Yeah, I think there's just something to be said about simplifying and just that mm-hmm. there's just a real power and sweetness and simplicity mm-hmm. and how there's such a stirring that tries to get us busy and freaked out and on all these details that at the end of the day, a lot of that can just fall away and suddenly it's like, wow, this is really just about time with people I love. Right. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, Mel, let's go ahead and pray. I know we don't often do that on Mercy Talk, but I think there's something to be said about just praying for those that are listening, especially as they prepare. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the first day of December. We're starting to look towards the Christmas holiday and even towards the end of the year. So let's pray and then we can wrap up. Sound good? Great. All right, Jesus, we just want to come before you and lift up each and every one of our Mercy Talk listeners. God, we thank you for the opportunity just to have a voice in their lives. Um, We just want to pray over each and every person, God, that's listening, that's preparing for the holidays, Lord, whether they have much to celebrate and much that they look forward to or whether there's some difficulty and some challenges for them, Lord. We just want to thank you that you see and that you know and that you are so faithful, God, to be present and to have a voice into the things, God. And we thank you for the power that's in joy, God. We thank you for the strength that comes from the joy that you can give us. And so we just speak joy over each and every person that's listening. And I pray to God that you would be a God of strategy, that you would show them what it looks like to move into the holidays, Father, from a place of joy and peace and strength, Lord, knowing that ultimately the holidays are all about you. And so we thank you in advance for what you have. And in faith, Lord, we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to continue on with this series on posturing your heart and preparation for the holidays. And we are going to talk next week on the idea of focusing on rest, Mm -hmm. which I'm (laughs) sure for many people is almost laughable at this time of year, but it is possible and it's good. And I think that there's a lot of things that we can practically build into our lives to actually experience rest in a season that is often not very restful. And so we are going to be covering that next week. And before we sign off today, I know, Jen, something that you mentioned earlier was the importance of focusing on, you know, just serving other people mm-hmm. and maybe bringing people in who don't have a place to go for the holidays and just the importance of looking outside of yourself right? and how that also can really be a source of, of joy for people in the holiday season. And so one of the opportunities that we have that we want to make sure that our listeners know about is the opportunity to give to the the parties that we put on, the Christmas parties that we put on in our homes for our residents. And for a lot of the girls in our program, you know, the holidays are not exactly good memories. And there's, for some of them, they've never experienced a happy, joyful 
Christmas. And mm-hmm. so we really do um, a lot to just try to, to give them a Christmas to remember. Mm-hmm. And so I know for me personally, attending these, it's like literally the best night of the holidays for me. And it has nothing to do with me or me getting a single gift or any focus on me, but all about somebody else. And yeah. so I know just firsthand how much joy I find in being able to be part of something that is about giving joy to other people. Mm-hmm. And so we would love to give you all an opportunity to give towards that. You can get more information. You can even see a video online at mercymultiplied.com slash Christmas blessings. So if you go to that link, you can get more information and see how you can give. And we just encourage you to do it. It's just a really amazing night. And just the testimonies that we hear from the girls. Mm-hmm. I wish that everyone who gives could hear every single testimony at the end of those nights because yeah. it's just an amazing blessing. So we encourage you to do that. And we hope that you will join us next week as we focus on the topic of rest. So have a great week, everyone. Mm-hmm.